0: Good morning, everyone. First things first. Good. Checking the audio. And oh, we are fine. Yes. Anyway, welcome in. My name is Graham. This is Bibi. And we have working audio today. This is nice. For now. For now. Anyway, welcome in. How are we all doing? Um let's get straight through the intro so we can start talking about news and games and stuff as mentioned i'm great this has been we are ice cream uploads as you can tell from my ice cream uploads baseball cap a merch that you can't buy by typing exclamation mark merch but you can buy other forms if you're interested anyway we are ice cream Uploads. this in true ice creamy fashion is the scoop your daily dose of news from the world of video games and beyond we're going to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest the best and the breaking stories in the world of video games over the last 24 hours we'll give you our thoughts impressions and in In return, we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions a little bit of a discussion please please feel free to do that and it's important that you do because we may go live each and every single weekday at 10 a.m on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads but we turn this live stream into a video a pod uh, a podcast should i say a video on youtube an audio podcast and itunes spotify soundcloud and google play so if you are in the chat right now please feel free to use your voice on behalf of those that watch and listen on demand later on because i see you guys on youtube Yeah, yeah, and you guys on SoundCloud, I know, I know, thank you very much for being here, Uh, even though we're not here, because this is post-content, pre-recorded on demand, but nice! (laughs) Um, A couple of things to mention before we get going, obviously it's getting very close now to our Insert Coin stream, we are part of the Insert Coin family now, yay! So Insert Coin, if you don't know who they are, they are... Possibly the coolest, uh, apart from ice cream. Obviously, they're on they're on a par with ice cream. Uh, but possibly the coolest gaming merch that you could ever see. Insert coin. Have been around in the UK uh, for a while. I do believe they ship internationally as well. Um, but they take your favorite game and create merch on it. But rather than just sticking uh, Sonic the Hedgehog on a T-shirt, they'll do some sort of vibe where they might go with I don't know the Emerald Hills Zone or whatever and change it so that it becomes cool clothing and there's nothing better than wearing an insert coin top so let, let, let me stop f- talking about different types of top let me show you this click on bib make bib big big so look at this look at that that hoodie yeah 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 so, so someone could see that and go oh, that's just wearing a nice hoodie there another gamer will walk past see it and just go knowing uh, knowingly Right lad, nice, nice, nice hoodie. <laughs> know exactly yeah. that that is a Resident Evil hoodie. So yeah, nice, nice. That's the kind of stuff that Insert Coin do very well. Anyway, we will be streaming on their channel on the coming Wednesday um, in the uh, late afternoon, early evening. We haven't fully actually uh, chosen a time that we will be streaming, but we will be streaming a game TBA uh, on that channel. So feel free to join me and Bib on at Official Insert Coin uh, on Wednesday. So nice, nice. Good, good morning, normal sounding gents. Hey, I know it's a surprise. I mean, that's what. I mean, Streamlabs are nice, nice. I mean, I have literally done about five Streamlabs updates over the last week. Every morning, pretty much turning it on. Streamlabs update. I had a Windows update last night, so I thought it was all going to go wrong this morning. So we started with audio. I'll take that as a win. Um, good morning, Lake. Uh, good morning, I wish. Hi, Ice Cream. You remember me. Hey, welcome in. I. Do you know what? I'm going to say no, because I, I can't remember if. Were you here. I'll I'll get it wrong either way, so I'll guess both of them. Were you here for the uh, the Last of Us or was it PUBG? I can't remember. Um, But pirates! Thank you very much for the host. And I love to see your face. Hope you both are well. (laughs) I love to see your face. Hope you both are well. Welcome in. Mr. Pirate. How the devil are you? The Last of Us. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I couldn't remember if you were here for The Last of Us or I was kind of in my head con- conflicting. There was someone that was speaking Russian not too long back and I can't remember the name of that person. So I was like, is, is, it, is it that one? Is it that one? But, but yeah, welcome back. Welcome back. How are you doing? How are you doing? Um, uh, Lake says, playing PUBG on my phone. Um, uh, just, I uh, I just got in the mail. Uh, you've just got the phone in the, in the mail? Is that what you mean? Uh... Okay, <laughs> I mean, are you watching us on the phone as well? Um, but anyway, 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 Ben, looking all
1: snazzy yes. in your RPD top. Yes. How's th- uh, How's things? How's tricks? You alright, mate? Yeah, good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Did you uh, Did you play any games last night? And this isn't me just baiting like a particular answer. Uh, um, what did you play last night, Graham? Well, it's or? funny you should
0: ask. Um, <laughs> no, I I played games, but I. Uh, was doing pubg bits but my i think my scuff controller has finally died after uh, a couple of years of usage my trigger is is a bit dodging it so i'm trying to sort that out but it's probably a blessing in disguise because i'm playing with my scuff controller on my ps5 rather than the ps5 controller because it's a ps4 game but at the point when the game becomes a ps5 game i won't be able to use that controller anymore so i need to stop using it and um, moved, yeah. moved to the dual sense. So it's probably a good thing to push me on really. Um but yeah, other than that I was I was tinkering uh, with streamy bits but not not much beyond that. What about you?
1: Uh, I played a little bit of PES six um on my PC. I've got the maxi file. So it's like the modern day transfers and kits and stadiums and stuff like that, but just playing like if you playing the Master League part of it, you're still playing with like Castolo and Dodo and stuff like that. Uh, just finished my first season, came rock bottom with the league with about 8 points um, because obviously your team is shit and it's just getting through the first season this is what I don't get right small rant when it comes to football games nowadays and career mode like back, way back when if you started with the team that like, your default PES team it was, it was just about getting through your first season see what players you could potentially keep and then ship the rest out and then try and get as much money as you can to try and build your team up you don't get that with the new players like after the first season we actually had a really really good team like the whole team pretty much got changed whereas in this you're looking at maybe three players if that and then trying to get rid of the shit players you just have it playing with players like uh, Espimas uh, playing him on the left hand side he's just not very good like he's there's no (laughs) he's just shit and then when you (laughs) buy someone who can actually play there you kind of think that there's a massive the stats actually mean something and that's something that I think has been forgotten across all football games. I mean, any sports game, uh, it could be NBA, it could be NHL, it could be FIFA, it could be Pro but it do not matter. But I feel like back in the day, the stats actually mattered and that's what I'm enjoying the most because I'm just going like for like. I'm bringing a shit player out and I'm bringing a new player in and that kind of thing is, is making me happy having to go through that again. Uh, only winning one game in the entire season and then drawing a shitload of games. Um, finishing rock bottom of the table, but getting to a cup final, losing on penalties, it just made me feel a little bit nostalgic. But I did actually play another game last night for a couple of hours on my Nintendo Switch, and I had to take a picture of it because I didn't know what it was called and I couldn't pronounce it. Uh, it was a game that was on the marketplace. It was meant to be £12, and it's on sale at the moment for 80p. So I thought I'd just take the <laughs> pun. 80p. That's, that's, uh, that's cheaper than McDonald's burger. Yeah, I'll have a go. Yeah, right? exactly. exactly. It's called X Order. And it's a it's a turn-based strategy game uh, uh, set in medieval times. That's lost my times. attention now. Nope. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's a oh, bibby man. game. Turn-based strategy yeah. in medieval. That's bibby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I actually really enjoyed it. It took it took a good hour for me to be able to get to terms with how it plays because I didn't I didn't know what I was doing. It doesn't hold your hand in any way, shape, or form. It kind of tells you what you need to do, but you need to work it out for yourself. So like you'll have certain characters that will do more damage but have less health. And then you'll have certain characters that are pretty good from range that can knock other other players out of the range of fire. Um, but, yeah, it's actually a really, really good game. So I played that for probably two hours last night. Samantha went to Venture, and you coming up. I was like, yep. And just, then half just an hour an later. Minute. I thought, uh, <laughs> That's <yeah>. me. <laughs> I, I
0: do that. Like It could be... I'll have a PUBG stream on or it could be on my phone or whatever. And then you'll be like, Up, you want me to turn the lights and stuff off? Are you coming? I was like, no, no, I'm coming. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it now. Um, and then like 45 minutes later, I'm, I'm still there sat yeah. on my phone. Or I started watching a game of PUBG, which then got a bit spicy and ended up just watched it all the way through to the end. It's always the case as well. well that, like, that, you just mentioned there, that was literally how it, exactly how it went last night. <laughs> it's literally like, like, you guarantee if you're watching something, be it a video game, be it a PUBG or whatever, a game that has the potential to to drag on or finish abruptly. You could watch five games and then all finish abruptly. Someone goes to bed, yeah. that game's gonna be the one that they win with like twenty kills. So you have to watch
1: it all, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I actually start in bed last night. Um, oh, easy tiger, it's the, not that long. Or- <laughs> the Tony Hawk's documentary, pretending to be a Superman, and oh my god, I got it's like an hour and a half. It's like a proper full on. Uh, documentary uh, i got 45 minutes into it and it was like i looked at my phone it's quarter to one i was like fucking hell turn yeah. it off try and fall asleep 45 uh, an hour and a half is a proper documentary you want to watch yourself
0: uh bedrooms to billions the playstation story three hours <laughs> and 45 minutes that bad boy is <laughs> the, well that is on my list of things to watch to be fair, about uh, that the only reason i watched that in full um, is because I had COVID and I got up at like four o'clock in the morning and, and couldn't sleep so I ended up just laid on the couch watching that, like doing the half
1: in and half out of sleep sort of yeah. thing It's going um, to be heading though because I was watching it so early in the morning or late at night whichever one you want to choose before obviously, I fell asleep the, the music on it is obviously amazing um, because it's just taking tracks from the actual game and just overlaying them while people are telling stories I'm a super um, man. Yeah, so like the music could go Dead loud, but they're talking really quiet. So like Samantha's asleep next to me. and I'm like, fucking hell! I like, go from eight to three, and then when they finish, when the music finished put it back up to eight, and then it's out of nowhere, someone will start grinding a CKY. I'll start blasting. i like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> put it down to three again. <laughs> but yeah, if you haven't watched that, Pretending to Be a Superman and you have a keen interest, or did have an interest in the Tony Hawk's franchise, you have to watch it. It's unbelievable. See, so I've far. I've not even played Tony Hawk's
0: remastered yet. That's, that's I haven't that's I haven't still, got it. Yeah, I don't want it. I still want to go back and do that so yeah at some point I will but anyway uh, just going to interrupt because I'm going to switch to
1: alternate cam Was one day. Uh, next day, it's, it's
0: rocked up at my house, so that's good to see. So yes, 24 hours. That <laughs> yeah, I I ordered it. Um, was it? went on the scoop yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, 24 hour ish. Boom. There you go. Nice. I'll take that, I'll take that. Nice, nice, nice. Anyway, should we jump into some news? Um Good morning, lads Maybe we should. S- says Gary. Good morning. Um uh, just want to shout out Pirate again. Thank you very much once again for the sub. How the devil are you, Mr yeah. Pirate? Uh how's things? Are you quiet or are you working? Uh are you just lurking and lingering or have you booked it off now is that is that how it is just throw your money at us and leave is that is that the relationship we have but no i appreciate it thank you very much okay first new story of the day which ties nicely in to the hoodie that bibby is wearing exclamation mark insert coin if you want to save money on insert coin gear like that hoodie um whoop, whoop, da, 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 da. there we go uh, this is written by wes yin pool uh, i've not read it you guys can see it on the screen i'm not looking at it i'm purposely looking away so i can save it for myself but wes yin pool usually has good taglines hopefully this is let's see let me see capcom announces resident evil showcase for next week village gameplay new trailer more boo it went for useful as opposed to funny i'm disappointed there wes god um so capcom has announced a resident evil showcase set for 10 p.m uk time on the 21st of january so that's next thursday 10 p.m uk time uh, so there is an embedded tweet that I will read obviously it's not fully formatted properly because of the uh, cookies that Eurogamer has um, but uh, and I don't want them so uh, don't miss the Resident Evil showcase on January 21st at 10pm GMT 11pm yeah. CET join Brittany Brombacher at Blonde Nerd on a guided tour of Resident Evil Village including a new trailer the first ever gameplay and lots more Resident Evil news it's a good job Bibby's not on screen Bibby, put the mouse back in the house it's a family show god calm down Uh, (laughs) Friends reference there by the way Uh, During the show we'll get our first look At gameplay of Resident Evil Village And lots more Resident Evil news Perhaps that suggests we'll see Announcements around other new Upcoming Resident Evil games and maybe A release date for Village Resident Evil Village is a direct follow up To the superb Resident Evil 7 uh, And is due out on PC PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X At some point in 2021 Bip, a couple of questions yes, excited for okay. the showcase and the second question is uh, just so that you can give a little bit of education to someone like me who hasn't played them all they said follow up to the superb Resident Evil 7, do you agree? Yep. With-
1: I agree I uh, I wholeheartedly agree I think Resident Evil 7 was the game that got us back on track, I think it was a game that uh, was. I think it was st- so far left field of what we come to expect from a Resident Evil game in terms of it being a first person uh, survival horror shooter. Um, we have had previously Resident Evil games that was in first person, more notably Resident Evil Gun Survivor 1 and 2, uh, as well as Dead Aim, uh, all of which obviously I have. Uh, they're not very good. <laughs> Especially Resident Evil Survivor 1, it's fucking toilet, don't even play that game. Dead Aim was pretty good. Um, but yeah, th- those was. There's a reason there were spin-off games, you know what I mean? But Resident Evil Seven I was back on track in terms of survival horror, and it made me shit my pants uncontrollably all the way through the game. That, it was that's a fantastic not game. just like um, a statement. Bibby actually did shit himself. By the way. <laughs> I saw <sold> myself, <laughs> uh, but it, they are fantastic. It, it was a fantastic game. Um, I think from a, a neutral standpoint, I think it brought a lot more people back. Well, a lot of people into the franchise because of the way that the game was played. Um, I think it appealed to a lot of people that maybe didn't fancy it. I mean, a lot of people probably still think that Resident Evil still is tank controls, which I wish it would be. I do appreciate the way that the game has kind of evolved and influenced a lot of other games um, that have come after it. Not in terms of just Resident Evil, but a lot of other third-person, over-the-shoulder kind of games. So where we're at now, I think going back with a first-person perspective with Resident Evil 8 is perfect we've just had resident evil remake two and three in between seven and eight coming out uh which obviously we're remasters of previously old 1990s games um which were third person i think bringing back a a first person one four eight i'm still not sure on the story that's the only thing that's leaving me a bit more skeptical obviously the trailers we've seen two trailers so far and then we've seen uh what uh, Capcom posted just like a 30-second trailer of what's to come and uh, when it, when you can see it. I've just played that video
0: uh, for those watching the video version yeah. of this as well, so that will have gone through on screen without the audio, obviously.
1: <clears throat> it's it's uh, I don't I reserve judgment from it, but from my standpoint, I didn't think it was going to go here. <laughs> I mean, it's we kind of had uh, we've we've seen some weird shit over the years from what's come out of the Resident Evil camp. So uh, with how good Seven was. Uh, and with the hits after hits that we've had, the, the, this has to be a hit. We've had three hits back to back now with seven. Good things two, coming, threes, to, though, and not four. Yeah, yeah, very good point. Um, so I'm, am I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. The one thing that I do need to figure out though is whether or not we will be able to actually stream the showcase. Uh, good point. Actually, um, let me see. Let's click through to the tweet. See if there's any details on it. Uh... That would be pretty cool. But I know sometimes the I don't want to get a copyright strike for the shit. Um, so I don't know whether or not watch-alongs will be possible. I mean, it could just be that we I, we end up doing a watch-along rather than us restreaming it. Maybe something that we'll have to look into a little yeah.
0: bit. I mean, I imagine um, I imagine we could do a live uh, restream and have the stream in our stream. I'd imagine that. Uh, because it's free marketing for the video game. Uh, but then again I'm not 100 percent sure. Well I we'll yeah. look into it but, but I would be surprised if you can't do that. Um Gary says I'm a bit meh on Resi these days. Uh, I love the remakes but the new ones not so much. Um see that was why I, I asked the question because I haven't I mean I, I knew the general sentiment around Resi dropped off and then I knew the sentiment around Resi picked up but I wasn't aware if the pickup was because of two and three remakes. Um or because of seven I'd I'd hit home, but Bibby says seven did slap. To be fair, seven was phenomenal. I think, I think, um, precision. I think i watched precision play some of seven and he said seven was good. actually thinking about it. Josie may have played some of it on the channel as well. And I think she might've said the same. So, um, yeah, that said, I think, yeah, everyone that I know that's had opinion that's actually played seven have said that it has been really good. It
1: was, it was amazing. Um, I I wasn't expecting much from it, if I was being honest, but it was a a fantastic game. I mean, it is available. uh, If I say it three times, Robo will appear. Um, (laughs) But it is available on Games Pass on PC and uh, Xbox. So if you have got Games Pass... It's available on what? uh, Games Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. (laughs) Robo Daniel appears! (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, if you you are into Man's but I mean, you can probably pick it up now for next to nothing anyway. Um, It's been out a couple of years. So you can probably pick it up for about a tenner, but if you've got a Game Pass, just give it a go. I mean, if you are in the market for, if anyone ever played PT, um, the, the the now infamous game, it's like that, but obviously much bigger because you're not just running around one corridor. But it is a, a corridor-ish type game um, because you're going into little tight areas. One of the uh, first just...
0: comments, I just just it One of the first comments, just before you move away from the PT bit. I know you were still talking about it, but on that PT bit specifically. I... Contrasting comment from the Punisher MHN on Twitter, responding to their video, it says RE Seven was mediocre. The story wasn't captivating. The gameplay was made from the whole PT craze. I really hope this one brings its own spice to the series. Alternatively, Shinobi FPS says, "Look, I understand a lot of people hate on this first person style for Resident Evil, but the first person style just gives an extremely unsettling feel, and I love it." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll let you carry in a second. I would agree with Shinobi FPS. I mean. Because I'm not speaking from a Resi history, I'm speaking from a what I know would scare the shit. Playing first-person yep. games would scare
1: me more than playing a third-person game, Un- undoubtedly. Anyway, sorry you were saying before I interrupted. Well, Resident Evil's known for being atmospheric, and what what's better than putting someone in a dark, dingy corridor in first person, knowing full well that you have two bullets left in the chamber? That's. I don't think it's that's not a that's, that's what. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Resident Evil is um, I mean it, it was tank controls so you could hear the zombies before you could technically see them because of the way that the camera angle and the, the static backgrounds were I, I think if Resident Evil nowadays came out with tank controls it would not do very well I think we've evolved past that which yeah. is unfortunate from my aspect I would love if you're able to do both so if you unlocked the game and it's in the way that it was meant to be played and then you have the opportunity to be able to go back and play uh, with tank controls, that would be amazing. But I was genuinely uh, considering buying Resident Evil 2 from a PC because there is a mod that you can put onto it to have a play in uh, with tank controls or in first person because I think Resident Evil 2 in first person would be unbelievable. Yeah, um, so that's definitely something I want to look into at some point. There's
0: definitely evolutions within gaming itself, stepping away from, from Resident Evil-specific content, but that, that, that tank controls. There is still a place for that sort of gameplay. Mm-hmm. And the, the reference I'm going to use is that as an example, uh, which is another reason for me to shout out Insert Coin, by the way, because the other day, uh, me and Bib played um, Streets of Rage 4, which is incredible. Yes, uh, Really, really good. Naturally, video gaming has moved on from side scrolling not entirely but naturally it has everything evolves you want bigger you want better you want yeah. louder you want faster you want stronger you want whatever not always um and the not always bit is where tank control sits and where side scrollers sits and, and so some people that's all they want to play but the majority of people have evolved past that naturally um but we went back and played streets of rage 4 which is obviously a new game but side scrolling uh, elements based on the original stuff class game genuinely mm-hmm. extremely extremely good enjoyed it so much um uh gone hollow live good morning welcome in how are you doing um hello says Re- it, uh, resident evil 7 was brilliant in my opinion my only negative was the lack of enemy types um it yeah. felt like the closest resident evil game to the original
1: thoughts mate? i agree yeah i agree um i can't remember what they were called but there was the the, the monsters that kind of come out with they called the blobs or something like that it was basically just like cockroaches or like oil all built up into a, a, an enemy that can stretch its arms and stuff like that which was a pain in the ass there was one specific in fact i won't say it in case anyone does end up picking it up sometime soon but there is one bit where the difficulty spike absolutely kicks in uh, as you go down into a cellar that's the only thing i want to say about it but apart from that i agree i mean the boss types were great i thought um Yeah, overall, I mean, I absolutely adored that game. I think it definitely put us in perspective as to where we can go with the story. I think it's going to, I think eight is going to be weird and wacky. Um, I don't think it will be as hot as horror. Horror isn't a word. (laughs) Um, But I don't think it will, I don't think it will have that absolute survival horror element to it. I think. I think it will be a bit batshit crazy, but that's kind of what we've come to expect from Resident Evil film, but apart from, uh, Resident Evil game, but apart from and that, films. we have got quite a few, yeah, we've got quite a few films coming out this year that I ho- hopefully will be not batshit crazy, because the, the, the Resident Evil films, the first one I thought was good, the second one was brilliant, I thought, uh, Extinction was the best one out of the lot, um, but it just got fucking too weird. i <clears> took <throat> uh, the piss a bit with it. But we're yeah, having a Netflix series this year as well as a film too, which I think will be absolutely incredible. We'll see. We'll see. I think, I think it's a very good time to be getting into the Resident Evil franchise if you haven't already been a part of it. I mean, I, I am speaking
0: from uh, not being a Resident Evil fan. So I like the first one. Because the first one, just like with all video games, if I play a Battle Royale, I play PUBG because I don't mm-hmm. want um, the futuristic elements, the lasery guns that you might get in an Apex Legends um, or, or that sort of stuff. I want the real-world boots on the ground. The same thing goes for my Call of Duty games. And, and back in the day, I, I played the Modern Warfares and things like that. But those over Black Ops, which has more exoskeleton suits and stuff, that's the kind of way that I play. Um, yeah. so Resident Evil um as the films went on it was kind of the it's no longer the real world because in theory I mean it's a fucking it's a big stretch of the imagination but in theory there could be uh, what what was it called the underground thing was it the hive or the uh, is that what it's yeah, called the hive. so the hive yeah, yeah. could be a couple of miles down the road just under Manchester city center <laughs> um and in theory it could all come out into real world now but but then when you've got like the post apocalyptic stuff, by that point, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. I kind of get that that has to come with the history of the story in the films. You kind of have to develop to that point. But by that point, it, the story was kind of odd. The, the monsters and stuff were kind of odd. It was the bigger, got to get bigger, got to get better, got to get louder, yeah. got to get faster um, evolution of the films just pushed it too far. So, for, yeah, for me, I loved the first film. Um, um, all sorts. That little like plinky plinky piano like kind of scary music when you know shit's happening the the little red queen you're all going to die down here yeah. uh, i mean uh, i don't know how young british girls ever exist
1: yeah, like if, especially if they got that london accent because they all sound creepy as fuck yeah. <laughs> um yeah, the red queen was uh was a bit intense yeah yeah good 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 film loved it i mean cheesy but good it was it was i uh, film that with Michelle rodriguez in as well to be
0: fair yeah i i remember last year a year before me and danielle it was on tv and i think we just left it on um um and sorry and i was like oh as if she was in this i didn't even remember that she was in this and then you see like um people that you've seen in other things as well like the dude that gets uh his face like lasered and you just see like the blood drips and stuff he was in like yeah. arrow and other things or whatever as well or something like that i can't, can't remember if that's what it was but um yeah 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 anyway um where is it Gary says Resi 4 is my personal favourite
1: incredible game that thoughts Bib. you see the cool and edgy thing for me to say would be that Resident Evil 4 was the beginning of the end which in my heart of hearts I don't believe I do believe that it was the the turning point for them to go full action Um, I think case in point was the the, the amount of bullets and herbs that you could get throughout the game getting points by killing enemies to then be able to go to a merchant to be able to buy new weapons and guns and that kind of defeats uh, the whole almost
0: survival i mean i i remember complaining to you
1: when i played resident evil 2 remake that i just didn't have anything i don't have anything left (laughs) i've got nothing left that's the whole that's the whole point so like resident evil used to be pick your battles whether or not you want to take out every single zombie get three quarters of the way through the game and then realize that you've used every single bit of ammo that you've got and you've literally taken everything from the mansion that there is to take that was the whole point it was pick your battles you don't need to take that zombie out there's more than enough room to be able to navigate around him and then get through the door at the end so you don't have to waste the seven or eight bullets that you need to take out that zombie it's that was the whole point of it. Um, yeah, B- Bibby didn't he... tell me that
0: until after I'd finished it. <laughs> um, when I'm there, like I've got, I've got to the final end, but I've got three shotgun shells and two pistol bullets left. And Bibby's like, "You do realise if you're shooting the leg, you can just knife it when it's on the floor." I was like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> I've got 12, uh, 12 knives <laughs> saved in my fecking trunk."
1: Kind of thing. You could have told me this already. But that, that's that. That for me is what a survival horror game should be. It should be looking at what you've got in your in your clip. And then thinking, do we need to use these now? And I think that's what Resident Evil Four moved away from. I think it was very action orientated. With that's the first game that we had quick time events. So you be, might be running away from something, you having to smash the X button and, to, and then press left L one and I one to jump over something. It was. I think, in my heart of hearts, I don't want to say that it was the beginning of the end, but, um, because it's obviously come picked back up again. But I don't. It wasn't a bad game. Uh, the story was a bit. Mm, yeah, it's. <laughs> I think so, basically, baby's being
0: polite, and what he wants to say is you're wrong.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am being a little polite because the more I think about it, the more it pisses me off. But the best version <laughs> of the game, if anyone ever played it, was the Wii version. If anyone played the Wii version of Resident Evil Four, it was the best version of the game. Um, using the um, numchuck and the the remote to point at the screen and use it to swipe your knife or shoot shit, I thought that was uh, the best part, the best version of the game. But Resident Evil Five was only okay it, you have to play that game co-op because Shaver was a fucking waste of time um, as a as a cpu character uh, and Resident Evil 6 the less said about that the better No Resident Evil 6 is the best one I I I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not taking anything from you because I'll show you now Resident Evil 6 logo is someone performing an act on a cam- uh, on a giraffe if that's not a giraffe <laughs> having something done to it then so that's that's what it is. I was I had that prepped so I was waiting for you to mention Resident Evil Six, so I could mention Giraffe yeah. Blowjob on, on on screen. So there you go. <laughs> uh, there
1: but, you uh, go. mission accomplished. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I like the fact that we're starting to we're starting to hopefully come back to its roots because I think that's what's self-game Resident Evil Re- Revelations one and two were both fantastic games. i really, really, really enjoyed them. Obviously they were spin-offs, um, but they were both fantastic games. So yeah, maybe uh Maybe we've, I'm, I'm completely missing the point. Uh, Gary just said then, maybe I'm in mean, the minority. Then Resident Evil 4 was incredible for me. I loved every minute of it. It was a product of its time. Um, I mean, playing it when it first came out, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was too easy, though, because <laughs> I was still playing it the way that I wanted to play the other ones where it was attack control. I'm saving my bullets where I didn't need to. I was hard in shit um, that I, I genuinely didn't need to. It was the turning point though i do think it was far too many action elements to it if you've got seven or eight it wasn't even zombies that are coming towards you and you have one shotgun and you're taking out all four of them and they get back up you're shooting it. that shit should have never happened but it got resident evil into people's hands that didn't yeah i think, I think that's, that's
0: from reading between the lines of someone that hasn't played it um and listening to your contrasting opinions on it Bibby is Bibby's a resident evil fan um gary isn't so much a resident evil fan um so maybe that resident evil 4 is a game for the masses as opposed as opposed to game the purists i hate the word purists because it sounds like if something is pure it's better so i don't 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 mean in that sense but the the ogs maybe the ones that were kind of there from the beginning 4 tried to evolve and push it to new audiences Um, and the game has evolved over time obviously losing tank controls and stuff like that but but yeah maybe that's what it was um Gone Hollow Alive in response to the little blob thing says the molded, I believe. Is that what yep, you... that's correct? That is correct. Yep. And he also uh, they also say I say he, I assume. I always do that, I assume. Um it, uh, they also say animated movies were
1: pretty awesome. Thoughts... It was Degeneration was amazing. Um now the that, CGI that was, element that, and... that was wrestling
0: made. Degeneration X <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, I love Degeneration. Uh, it's I <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Those are, those are fantastic films. Uh, it's it's weird, though, because as you're watching it, because it looks like the kind of graphics that you get in the game, as you're watching it, you're like, I'm going to pick up the pad in a minute, I'm going to get stuck in here, but you never pick up the pad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the storylines were fantastic. It's, it's amazing that they managed to come up with something like that because I never would have thought they would have done. And I don't know how well it actually did, though. I don't know whether or not it sold many as, as they probably wanted them to. Um, but they, the, the the CGI films were so much better than the actual films that came out so
0: yeah Asim says Resident Evil 4 was a good game for me but not a great Resident Evil game if that makes sense also the escorting slash babysitting of that girl
1: can F off oh god yeah Sherry was a pain in the fucking ass. so you had to what uh, look after someone yeah so you, basically you had to rescue her um, and <laughs> she'd keep on getting picked up uh, by the enemies and then picked up and carried away and if, if they picked her up and carried her through a door the game would end but she'd just constantly get picked up like you'd shoot seven or eight enemies and then one of them would pick her up and then you she, they'd just walk off but she just she was so fucking bone idle she didn't have a she didn't have a mad for herself oh it appears uh, there is a monster coming towards me do i run away or do i
0: stand and wait to be picked up
1: let's stand and yeah. wait
0: to be picked up <laughs> no nope. pain in the ass i agree um Hollow Live says not sure if you guys discussed the closed resident evil beta that's being shown at the showcase four to six multiplayer apparently uh
1: one can hope for outbreak three slash remake i don't know how many times you've been into this podcast before um but outbreak is something that i have been crying out for i mean i think i had a rant it was either last week or the week before i think it was just before christmas actually uh, someone's put uh, 10p
0: in bib okay we'll sit back this is gonna go on for a while
1: brace <laughs> yourself <laughs> Crack fingers. Uh, How long have we got? (laughs) But yeah, I think having a Resident Evil game that has multiplayer aspects that are 2v2 or 3v3 battles, that is why Umbrella Corps fell in its ass because it was a bag of dicks. It was so shit. Uh, There was no way that a Resident Evil game should ever be 2v2, 3v3, 4v4. They tried to make an esports out of it. No, you can't do that shit. The only way a Resident Evil game becomes online is when you're having to do an outbreak element to it. I don't I, the the ones in Resident Evil Revelations where it was like hard mode, it was like raid mode, that was decent, like that was okay as like a mercenaries mode. That's essentially what it was. But to have a two v two or three v three battle like we've been taught, uh, that, nah, that doesn't sit with me. We need an outbreak. We need something that if four of us was it, like me and Graham and then two other people was in chat. We all had different um, stats, so like I could carry weapons. Graham would be the master of unlocking. Uh, Asim uh, would be I'd be the master of unlocking Asim.
0: Why, yeah. why, why is he so locked in the first place?
1: Uh, so Asim might be really good at... Uh, he, he might have an extra backpack so he could have 12 different items rather than six. Like That kind of element where you're all build, building on teamwork from the old Outbreak games was fantastic. Why haven't we seen one of those? And, and in a world now where most people want to play in online games, why are we not seeing that stuff? Teamwork, I don't want to say makes it dream work, but teamwork games, having stuff like that, would be fantastic this day and age do you feel Um, so we had um was it resistance with three is that what it was called yeah um do you feel
0: like resident evil 2 and resident evil 3 are how can i put more shorter term projects they're not the big creating something from scratch brand new so resistance is it is it more cost-effective, for one of better words, to put Resistance out alongside Resident Evil 3? But if you are going to do something along the lines of Outbreak, are you more likely to get something like that with the Resident Evil 7, which is something brand new that's been built from the ground up? And not... I don't want to say... I, I don't want to imply that they just threw out Resident Evil 3. That's not what at all um but it was 12 months after the first game so they were clearly they had a lot of groundwork with the engine and the assets and they've just used all of that stuff on two they've mm-hmm. essentially repurposed a lot of it and pushed it out for three um yeah. so resistance is that just a case of okay we can put this out without it being too expensive but would you do you think you'd be more likely to get something without outbreak or is that just like wishful thinking potentially no uh, i with, think outbreak, it would i village, think it- same
1: i think if resistance came out on its own it wouldn't have sold anything right. i feel like it, it wasn't a good enough game for it to be able to go because there's no way that you'd been able to charge full price for it and i think even if it was down to maybe 20 quid i don't think most people would have paid for that either it just isn't a very good game i don't like the the, the mastermind aspect of it so you've got four players running about and then you'll have one person on the chair the games master shall we call him? uh Put in different obstacles in your way it just wasn't a, a functional game i mean i've redownloaded it and i'm i'm gonna replay it again at some point but it just isn't the resident evil experience that i'm looking for two and three originally were both short games you can complete that game speedrunners have done that game in less than an hour for someone to be able to play through for the first time, you'll maybe do it in seven hours. I mean, Resident Evil 2 was a lot longer than three, purely because there was two discs. Two and and purely lines.
0: because I spent 12 hours running away from that big <laughs> fucker and wouldn't leave <laughs> me alone. Yeah.
1: But even the original games were really, really short. Um, so the remakes was never going to be a long game anyway. I do feel it was more of a tech demo from their side. It would definitely, Resident Evil 2 was 100% fan service because that was and is now my favourite Resident Evil game of all time. The remake of it yeah because it was phenomenal it hit every single note that i wanted it to uh three maybe not
0: yeah there's a comment there that kind of um touches on that from gone hollow live use raccoon city assets for outbreak and give us the damn resident evil three clock tower
1: <laughs> couldn't have put it better myself um so yeah i think two was definitely fan service three i think was just uh because you've had two we'll give you three um it would not surprise me if after eight we ended up getting a remake of resident evil four but please if there is anyone, if there is a god out there, please just give us an outbreak game. You've got the assets, you've got you've got shit there to be able to give us a decent outbreak game. Um, you put all your you put all the, all this effort into making Resident Evil Resistance. Believe me, so, if yeah. you made an if you made an outbreak, it itself far more. As someone that doesn't
0: class themselves as any form of Resident Evil fan, I'm a fa- I will play the games and I will enjoy the games, but I'm not particularly a, like, a any more than that, like, yeah, it's not something I would wear on my sleeve. I'm a Resident Evil fan. Um, so I can look at this from the outside. It's almost like the same as looking at why don't they make an open-world Pokemon game uh, for yeah. a bigger yeah. console? Because it's gonna sell. Is it is it that thing? Like... like because I'm seeing you and Gone to Hollow live and we, you've had multiple conversations with other people in chat that have played Resident Evil games that have all been like, yeah, we're absolutely loving Outbreak. And I'm so, so I've never played it. I don't even know. Mm. I can't tell you what it looks like. Uh, but
1: everyone wants it. So why aren't they doing this thing? Um Pokemon thing is, is uh, you couldn't be more right about that. The reason they haven't done it is because that's the main thing they want to keep up the sleeve. Do I think we're going to get that sooner or later? I think we're going to get it a lot sooner now because Tentem is breathing down its neck. Um in terms of what Pokemon has been doing over the years. I think Temtem has potentially made them think, oh, shit, they're actually doing stuff that we had in our pipeline, that we had under our sleeve, and now they're doing it, and they're getting the recognition from it. I think we will end up seeing an open-world Pokemon game sooner or later. That is isn't MMO. To be fair, I did play the Pokemon MMO, and it is a brilliant game. If you haven't played that, do if you are a Pokemon fan, do try that. Um, But it's... Yeah, I feel like... I've just seen Asim's comment there saying Code Veronica is the, is the game most needed of a remake now, and to to a massive degree, I I do agree with uh, to a massive extent. I do agree with them on that. But I I feel like if there was to release uh, a Resident Evil 4 remake, I think that will appeal to the masses more, and the money that they will get for that will far far exceed what Code Veronica will ever sell. I never got to play Code Veronica until it came out on the PlayStation 2, and I think it was a Dreamcast exclusive for an, an amount of time. Is that a Dreamcast or a GameCube? I can't quite remember. I'm fairly certain it was a Dreamcast exclusive for, for a number of years, if not a, a number of months. I can't genuinely remember. I was about 12 when it came out. Um, but I, I agree, I would love a Code Veronica remake. Um, I think Steve, the, the, one of the characters in it, was probably one of the biggest bell ends that I've ever met in a Resident Evil game, and there has been a lot of them. Um, but <coughs> I they've got, they've got a character Evil. called Steve. What's his last name? Yeah, Burnside. But- Steve Burnside. He sounds like a, like a
0: cop. Uh, Burnside. So you've got Barry something or other and Steve Burnside. No, Barry
1: Burton, yeah. Barry Burton and
0: Steve Burnside, the most adventurous names in the world. I mean, you've got like Far Cry or whatever, which had like, was it, was that, was or Last just Cause, which was like Rico Rodriguez or something like that. And then you've got a Barry Burnside. No, Barry Burton and Steve Burnside. It's like, it, that's, like that's like a, a, a pair of Hobbies, uh, like uh, Bobby's on the beat from the bill. It's Steve and Barry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know, I've got, I've, yeah, I, I agree. Code Veronica absolutely does need one, but I feel like if they was to ever put all their eggs in one basket, that they know they're going to get uh, some money back. I mean, I, I posted a tweet out the other day; it was 16 years old, and someone who uh, I've not spoken to for years—it was uh, it was a family friend—said, "Fucking hell, 16 years! he was serving uh, in the army at that time, and it just feels like time's just gone like that." I feel like I never would have thought he would have been a Resident Evil fan, but Resident <coughs> Evil Four to everybody. And if you wanted to get a game to get everybody back into the franchise again, make them nostalgic on a game that they perhaps would have played, uh, which would have been Resident Evil 4. And it would have been, I imagine, a lot of people's first Resident Evil game. That is the easiest way for Capcom to make money now. Then maybe we can consider a Resident Evil code Runner again, because I agree, a lot of people need to play that game because it, it was the last game, I think, from memory, was the last one that we had tank controls for. Um, so if we could get a version of that, amazing. Um, but I think... It's, it's, off the bat now if there was to make a remake of one four has to be there as the bar for the rest of the games that come afterwards
0: i am gonna kibosh the resident evil conversation now so we can move forward i will jump back yeah, to please. the chat and catch <laughs> up things um uh Steve in his choker. Barry's a legend though, so he's gone a whole alive. Uh, Gary says uh, it's like they picked two random guys in a local pub to pick the names. <laughs> <laughs> there was a DI Burnside in the bill. That's probably why it reminds me of a copper then. There you go. Uh, Steve sells fake cigarettes all week and Barry sells counterfeit DVDs. <laughs> uh, Mr. T there was, there we go. Resident Evil 4 Oh no, did I do that one? Yeah, I did that one. Uh, Resident Evil 5 was an okay action game. I enjoyed it for what it was in co-op. 6 though, massive face palm. Uh, he also says, I think if I played 5 single player, would have hated. Online co-op made it fun enough to see through see i Agreed. i think you, you can you can apply that to a lot of games um i mean how many things did you do with your mates that weren't in video games that passed hours that was just a complete waste of time and it was just the fact that you're with friends that, yeah you can get through most things that are horrendous as long as you've got a mate with you to, uh, to laugh it's so, uh yeah i agree uh yeah resident evil 2 remake was one of the best remakes stay true to the original while modernizing it just enough um uh da, 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 da. Uh, Gary agreeing with us him saying that's a fair shot. I played 5 in single player and that was a slog. And then let's scroll all the way back up because this helps me with my tangent. Um Man, don't know if you're still here dude. Um he did say, have you heard the rumors about uh rumors surrounding a potential Pokemon Diamond and Pearl release? coming to switch hmm it's almost like you've seen the next news article uh and i was actually going to jump onto that a little bit earlier when i mentioned pokemon as well but then <laughs> but then we carried on talking the like, fuck okay i've lost my uh, tangent but anyway let's move forward next news story we will talk about resident evil again at some other point so feel free to keep coming back to the scoop because you know bibi sat there in an rpd top if he's not going to talk about resident evil what is he going to talk about uh <laughs> But anyway, Tom Ivan now at VGC says, A report claims that Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes could release this year. Switch remakes could coincide with the Pokemon's 25th anniversary, it's claimed. Uh, so jumping into the body of the article. Oh, there we go. The Pokemon Company could be working on remakes of Nintendo DS games Diamond and Pearl according to a new report and a freshly discovered website URL. Fan site Center of Pokemon claims to have been informed by sources close to the Pokemon Company that it will announce the games in February to coincide with the franchise's 25th anniversary. Originally released in 2006, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl were the first installments in the fourth generation of Pokemon video game series. It's claimed that the remakes will hit Nintendo Switch in 2021 and feature classic capture mechanics as opposed to those uh featured in pokemon let's go which is an absolute win because pokemon let's go was let down by that but anyway um potentially lending weight to the report uh, is central pokemon's discovery that a diamond pearl dot pokemon com domain has been enabled. The URL currently returns a 403er, uh, 403 error, should I say? Meaning access 403er, nice. Uh, meaning access to the requested resource is forbidden, but it may suggest the Pokemon Company has created blocked content under the Diamond and Pearl name. A noted insider who has previously leaked accurate timings related to the N- the Nintendo Directs also recently claimed that Pokemon remakes would be released in November 2021. Mainline Pokémon installments Red and Blue, Gold and Silver, and Sapphire and Ruby have all, uh, have all been remade. So, fourth-generation Diamond and Pearl is theoretically next in line for the same treatment. On DS, Diamond and Pearl were introduced uh, introduced Internet play over Nintendo Wi-Fi connection several changes to the core battle mechanics, and the addition of over 100 new Pokemon. The game takes place in the fictional region of Sinnoh, an island based on the Japanese island of Hokkaido, characterised by its large, snow-covered mountains. And last November, the company began uh, teasing plans for a very special upcoming celebration of Pokemon's 25th anniversary in 2021. Uh, And then there's other stuff about Katy Perry. But I will leave that for now, uh, and probably forever. But... um. Diamond and Pearl potentially being remade
1: this year. Surprise or not, babe. Uh No, I'm not. Um, but this this makes me a little bit happy because I never played the, the Nintendo DS versions of Pokemon games. I think the Nintendo... Uh, sorry, Game Boy Advance was probably the last ones that I played until, obviously, they started to remaster them for the uh, Nintendo Switch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is definitely something that I could get behind. Um I'm still 150. That's it. That's all there is. You're not that too.
0: old. Don't say yeah. that. No.
1: <laughs> Pokemon will always be the first 150 for me. 151. Um, You've got to get well, sorry 151. in there as yeah. well. See, I'm going to yeah. stop you just for a
0: second because that triggers me. The fact that Mewtwo is 150 and Mew is 151. Um, and that, there's all sorts of stories about, like, I think there's, like, some official answer of, like, yeah, Mewtwo was first officially discovered. Yeah. Um, before Mew and I'm thinking yeah but you got Mew too because you got Mew's DNA so technically that confirms that Mew existed first so shouldn't Mew but anyway carry on sorry you go you go
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah I mean I haven't got much more else to put on that one I mean anybody that's in the chat that's been where that's that's played any of these before I mean are are you excited about this is what are you expecting from this that you maybe didn't see in the original game that you're hoping may make it to the game are you expecting any changes from the like, the last pokemon game that came out are you, are you expecting anything to come from that I, I i don't know i don't i never played the the original so i'm just coming to this with an open mind well I, I
0: don't have much to add because similar to bib um red and blue and yellow um is pretty much the only pokemon games that i won't play i or something that encapsulate that and, and builds on everything. I don't really want all the extras and stuff because I'm an angry old man and old man yells at cloud from the Simpsons kind of thing. That's me. I'm Grandpa Simpson yelling at clouds. I want I want the first game but open-worldy and, and full and majestic. And then after that you can add in uh, uh, Generation 2, 3, 4 and 5 afterwards if you want. I'll play Gen 1 bit and then be done. Nice. I'm happy. Jobs a good one. I'll, get, I'll get to the uh, Elite 4 or whatever it's called. Smash my way through that. Indigo Plateau. Boom. That's it. I'm done. Uh, don't need to play anymore. Fine. Um... But that old manniness kind of ties into one of the comments that was in there in terms of Pokemon Let's Go had different catch mechanics that was based on Pokemon Go. Mm. Um, And it's for someone that played Pokemon Go daily until about three, four, five months ago, um, you'd have thought, oh, that will work well for me. It didn't at all. I took uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu on some 12-hour plane flights to Argentina for an event we were working on. And started it i mean it was an issue it didn't save so i had to start it again but it was just laborious as hell having to do these like uh throws and then trying to get streaks to get more rare pokemon and it just turned pokemon into a mobile grind and i didn't like it all so the fact that they're not going to put that stuff into the next uh game obviously it's a remake so it's probably less normal to put it into a remake because you're changing the foundation of an older game but it could be a sign that they've realized that it was shit and nobody really wanted that, so get rid of that. Keep that in your mobile game, but keep the, the console games, including switching the console, but it is. It's handheld. Um, so, yeah, including that stuff in there, not needed, doesn't need it. Move on. Boom. Nice. Okay, let's move ahead. Okay, we've we've, yeah. we've, we've dealt with Pokemon. Um, something completely different uh, and something we are not spoken about apart from the watch-along uh, last uh August, I don't know. Oh, Gary says I would buy diamond if they remade it. No, uh, it would be diamond. It was a, sh- it was, it was a classic Gary joke. Uh, oh, it would be diamond. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, re- I was, I was too busy trying to go into it. That's because he's a diamond geezer. Uh, I, I was I, in my ma- mind I'd already made the joke up, so I'd ruined Gary's joke at the expense of my own. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, at least Bibi can read. He's got all these pearls of wisdom. Anyway, let's do ju- jump. Uh, no, okay, no, okay. Uh, Matt Wales at again says Ubisoft delays mass multiplayer outdoor extreme sports game, Riders of Republic, which is now due later this year. Riders of Republic, uh, Ubisoft's, and I'm going to say it again because it's in the article, but this is the most elaborate dis- uh, title for a genre of game mass multiplayer outdoor extreme sports game. Wow. Uh, so that game, Riders of Republic, for Xbox. Um, PlayStation and PC will no longer release on the 25th of February as previously announced and has been delayed to some currently unspecified point later this year. Riders Republic, revealed at the tail end of last year, is something of a spiritual successor to Ubisoft's underappreciated winter sports effort, Steep, albeit with that game's focus on snowy pursuits expanded out to encompass a wide range of different activities, snowboarding, biking, skiing, and wingsuit wingsuit action, there we go, Uh, both vanilla and jet-powered across varied terrain. Solo and co-op play is supported as players participate in events across Riders Republic's world stitched together from seven iconic U.S. national parks. Bryce Canyon, Yosemite Valley, uh, Sequoia Park, Zion, Canyonlands, Mammoth Mountain, and Grand Teton? Teton. I've not heard of most of those. Uh, but Ubisoft is very much... Pushing large scale competition as a focus, including races with upward of 50 players. Yep. Although Riders of Republic was originally scheduled for a 25th of February release on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, uh, with Xbox Series X and S and PS5 optimations promised, Ubisoft has now made the decision to shift its launch to sometime later this year. This additional time, the publisher explains in a statement posted to its website, will allow our passionate team. To deliver the best fun fuelled experience to our players. There's no further indication of why a delay was deemed necessary or when Ubisoft might be hoping to
1: get Riders Republic out into the wild, but more information soon. What are your initial thoughts on Riders Republic, Bib? Well, when I saw it last year, I thought, "What is this bag of shit that I am watching?" I thought it looked Tyler, but the more I've looked at it, and looked at it, the more looks of it. The more I've looked at it, <laughs> <clears throat> it looks. It just. I'm not going to take it too serious because I don't think it's taking itself too seriously, which makes me happy. I think it looks like a fun game. It look. It. It just looks like a. Did you ever played Trials? That's what I thought. Trials. It looks like Trials Fusion-y kind yeah, of. But, yeah, but, but rather than, but, yeah,
0: yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. I agree. Uh, I thought the exact same thing when I saw the trailer. Do you know what? I'll, I'll go back to the article. I'll put the article on screen, and I will play the trailer whilst we keep talking. Uh, there we go. So this um, was the cinematic premiere. So it's basically a, a downhill race, and you're like, oh, ah, no. people on bikes. But then people on bikes, people on BMXs, people on motorbikes, skiers, and then all of the rest are all competing. And in in I believe in the... Um, in the talk on was it in a ubisoft conference or was ubisoft did ubisoft include it in say like a, either a gamescom or a sony or an xbox specific conference i can't remember which one it was um it was but, the last one that me and you, that i remember being in with you was at the xbox showcase I, I, I don't think you came in oh you did one of the xbox show, showcases but you went in for the other because jordan joined in for that one it, um, maybe gamescom, i can't remember uh, but me and you watched this trailer yeah it it might have been the early Xbox Game show, uh, uh, Xbox showcase if not Gamescom. Um anyway, um I'm fairly sure they mentioned that there'll be battle royale stuff in it and and all sorts of other things in there as well. So I was thinking, okay, you've not it's not a bike game. It's not a snowboard game. Uh it's not a skiing game. Uh it's not versus, it's not battle royale, it's all of that. Is that Yeah. I, it confused me, because it had my attention. I was like, it does look pretty cool. It looks like it could be some batshit crazy game. Um, but then I'm thinking, is it just going to be too much, too many variables? How are you going to make it balance? Is it just going to be... So, yeah, I'm, I'm unsure. I'm unsure about it. What, what What are your initial opinions? Is anyone heavily just against it in terms of, like, fuck that, it looks shit. Does, anyone, does it catch anyone's attention? What, what do you guys think? Do let us know. Um, I would be intrigued to see what, what other people think of it um, David says I'm sure there are, uh, there's a Diamonds Are Forever joke in there somewhere get out of here uh, I can't wait to try this it looks like a lot of fun uh, says Gary um, uh, it's just missing the monster tie in on the title it'll happen it'll happen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steep users all 46 of them can be heard crying at this game coming out <laughs> Steep though I mean what happened with Steep Steep won the, was it the E3 Best Sports Game Award? Uh, this is a, an award that has pretty much... As well. What's that? Without multiplayer. Yeah, exactly. Um, there was lots of cries for why did Steep win that award when no one had really heard much about it before and they'd spent a shit load on promoting it at E3. Um, so they basically give the uh, is it, I can't remember is it, is it I can't remember, I want to say ESA but, but I can't remember the name of the organisation that looks is after E3 in America. Anyway, there was a lot of money spent. There was lots of natural accusations that they'd spent a lot of money. Uh, so they won an award. Um, anyway, the game actually looked pretty decent, but it just came from nowhere and fizzled out very very quietly, very very quickly. Um, and that was next man. That's all we need. Yeah, a bit tricky. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so anyway, that fizzled out. We've heard nothing for that on that for about five or six years now. And then this just kind of comes out of nowhere. What? What? I'm intrigued to see what people. people does Does the craziness attract you, or does that turn you off? Thoughts. Um, Gunhollers Hollows Live says, not usually a fan of sports types of games, but this one looks super fun. Uh, hoping Microsofts adds Ubisoft to Game Pass, and I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Where well, exactly. Yeah. There we go. Um, I had to review Steep, and I had to put a statement in the review to say I couldn't fully review it because it wouldn't connect, and the game was unplayable at launch. Wow. ESA, yeah, I thought so. I just, after saying it in my head, I'm thinking, am I mixing it up? Because I haven't said it since, like, obviously, it's summer when we uh, uh, early summer when we're talking about E3 being cancelled and, and them having a shit show and potentially coming back and, and stuff. And then I was thinking, is ESA some sort of benefit that you get in the UK now? <laughs> like, uh, So I was like, I don't know, I can't remember. So yeah, it just sounded wrong in my head when I said it, but thank you very much, Match, for the uh, fact-checking, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully this will be better. The fact that they've postponed it is a good thing. Um, see, see, there you go. We've not we've not got a cyberpunk story today. It's not the cyber scoop today. <laughs> um, but there you go, CD Projekt Red. That's what you needed to do not ready push it back i know you did that two or three times but they've just pushed that back to we don't know when pushing it back a month or so at a time it, when it's uh, not ready nah, just just push it back just push it back um seems like a very strong title uh, to fail near instantly and abandoned by U- ubisoft i know it uh, i mean the, you've got to think as well the amount of money that they put in and the amount that they didn't get back those losses have got to have been steep No. Okay. Okay. Let's move ahead. <laughs> so, Riders Republic has been delayed. Uh, will be due out later in the year. No uh, time on when. Um, but in the meantime, if you want something else to, f- to play and you want them to be free, aster- subscription services may be required. Um, then we have a nice little bit of a roundup, as we tend to often yeah. do on Fridays. We usually tell you about the good uh, the good Love games it. that you can get at little to no cost and these include this is an article written by stephanie nunnelly for vg 247 um actually let me say stephanie nunnelly i usually say steph um just because my sister's called steph um stephanie Sounds bad. but i shortened it to steph um so i don't actually know if stephanie nunnelly likes that so stephanie nunnelly for vg 247 7 says star wars squadrons dragon ball fighter z and ukulele are free to play with xbox live gold so three games are free to play this weekend with Xbox Live Gold, Star Wars Squadron, Dragon Ball Z, and Ukulele are free to play from today through to Sunday with Xbox Live Gold, each will be available for Xbox Live Gold and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate members, if you play the games during this time, should you decide to purchase you can continue playing while keeping your gamer score and earned achievements during the event, as well as being free to play two of the games are also on sale you can pick up Star Wars Squadrons for 40% off at $23.99 um, and Ukulele is 75% off at 9.99. Dragon Ball FighterZ Z doesn't seem to be on sale and will run you the standard 59.99. So if you're an Xbox player and you fancy playing Star Wars Squadrons, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and Ukulele, you can play them this weekend at no charge, and then buy them if you want. Um, Yay. But if you're not got an Xbox and you want some Star Wars fun. There is also a good story that We did mention this on Friday last week, but just a nice reminder, because we don't want you guys missing out on your freebies, uh, is this, written by Ander Chalk at PC Gamer. Star Wars Battlefront 2, the Celebration Edition, is now free on the Epic Games Store. After a rough start, Star Wars Battlefront 2 grew into the best Star Wars game we've had in years, says the tagline. So Star Wars Battlefront 2, one of the good things to come out of EA's decade-long exclusive partnership with Disney, is now free for the week on Epic Games Store. The Celebration Edition includes the base game and all customization content released up to and including the Rise of Skywalker expansion. Star Wars Battlefront 2... Uh, was a reasonably okay multiplayer shoot when it came out in 2017, a spectacular, occasionally very fun tour of Star Wars battles that disappoints with a boring story, crappy progression system, and endless grenade spam, we said in our 63 out of 100 review, Uh, but was was better known as the game that kicked off the long-running loot box controversy that led to heightened scrutiny of industry practices and new regulations in some countries. EA stuck with it, though, and ultimately evolved it into the best Star Wars game we've had in years." Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2 Celebration Edition is free on the Epic Store until January the 21st. The Interstellar Extravaganza will continue after that uh, with the outstanding sci fi. Forexer? Galactic Civilizations 3. If you're in the mood for even more free games, and why wouldn't you be? Other links in the article. Nice. Um, So there you go. Star Wars Battlefront 2 is completely free for you to keep and own. uh, Own and keep, there we go, Um,
1: on the Epic Games Store. Big dots. Uh, I actually made room on my PC this morning to be able to download this. It's it's weird because we actually spoke about this yesterday or the day before we were talking about what we wanted from a new Star Wars game. And I was looking at the price of this so that I could actually give it a go because I played the original one, not for long. Um, obviously, the original... I, I had the Star Wars Battlefront on the PSP many, 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 many years ago. And then obviously they redid it and um, didn't really get into it. I know you said that you had a good, really, really good time with it. Um, But this one, yeah, I think I've made room for it on my PC. I'm going to download it overnight uh, and then see where we can go from that. I am looking forward to getting stuck into it, though. I asked you whether or not it was like a Call of Duty corridor shooter or a battlefield. And you said you think that it was potentially more of a battlefield game. So you can play for half an hour and take down bases. If that's what it is, it's going to stay on my PC for a long time. Yeah, it basically
0: has TDM which is where I, I tend to think of Call of Duty as TDM. I know there's a lot more than that in Call of Duty with... Um, uh, I can't remember the one where you've got to disarm the bonds that's like search and destroy-ish sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but there is that. Then there's um, the space crafty like dogfights in space uh, fighters, X-Wing fighters. And then there's... Uh, someone did tell me the other day, um, the one that's kind of like push or whatever it was in... Conquest. Conquest, that's it. So there is one where you have to defend, say, um, an armoured uh, I, I can't remember the, something exact. We'll just say it. there's an atat walking through Hoth. I think that may be one of the missions. You, um, depending on which side of the battle you get put on, have to defend them or, or you have to take them down. And if you don't do it, you, there's like three point A, point B, point C, and you have to kind of like yeah. win a certain amount of points um, so you might win point A, but lose point B, so you've got one each and then point C, and it's like five points or whatever. But
1: yeah, it lasts about 30, 35 minutes, unless
0: you really shit and you lose the first three points, then it's game over 15 minutes, but,
1: <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, stuff like that really excites me, so I'm looking forward to getting involved. I just want to hear the Star Wars noises, noises do you know oh, what it's, I mean? It's
0: nothing... Genuinely, um, EA have fucked up a lot, as we've said, when it comes to Star Wars over the years. Battlefront 2... um, genuinely as well as it mentions in this article became exceptional as a star wars game towards the end of it they fixed mm-hmm. um the leveling the loot boxing the, the the fact that when the game first launched you pretty much just had a sniper rifle um there's no point picking up anything else because your other weapons you had to get these little little fecking add-on cards to which make you a bit more powerful so the game you became a better player the longer you played it not because of your skill but because of the progression systems which yeah. i never a fan of that sort of shit i don't i don't want to lose a fight even though i've got more skill because the guy that i'm playing has been playing it longer i should lose the mm-hmm. fight because i'm not as good or i made the wrong decisions um and the only way to combat that was to use sniper rifles so people were running around with sniper rifles just free firing hit firing no scoping sort of stuff because sniper rifles was, were ridiculous everything was bad um and that's why I, like I said, I bought the special edition thinking it was going to be exceptional, and just didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I've been meaning to for about a year now to jump back in and play it again. This could be the one that actually gets me in. But yeah, you're talking about the audio. There's nothing. I've had nothing more exciting. Well, a couple of things. I had. I used to have, and one of those like X-Rocker gaming chairs that have like speakers built into it and a subwoofer built mm-hmm. into it. I'm sat in the chair with like two speakers over your ears, and then you're hearing the. So the tune like kicks off, that's incredible. Um, but either in a chair or when you've got a decent headset on, when you're in the middle of a fight and you're hearing people throwing like thermal detonators and and you're hearing the blasters and and fucking ships flying past and stuff, those audio cues are because they're charged by your memory, but they are epically charged. You just sat there like, oh my god, this is fucking amazing! Whereas, you can you can be in battlefield and call duty and you hear a grenade going off. You've heard grenades going off in every game that you've ever played, forever. Not in every game do you hear like thermal detonators goes <laughs> yeah. and then fucking a TIE fighter flying across the top of your head. Yeah, it's good. It's really, really good. Um, uh, where did we get to? Um, it might be a battle getting to the front to download this for free. <laughs> that was that was a bit too shoehorn horned Gary. Nope, nope. I appreciate the others. I'm not letting you have that. Not one. your best. <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not going to celebrate that edition of your pun, mate. No, no. Uh, best Star Wars game in years is a fairly low bar uh, when it came out. Uh, yeah, that's actually pretty true. There hasn't been that much to say. Oh, that's, that said, I did. I really liked Star Wars Battlefront, but it was heavily flawed, heavily flawed. I enjoyed it for uh, a heads-down Team Deathmatch sort of Star Wars game. So that Call of Duty-ish element, but with Star Wars, I really, really enjoyed it it for that but it didn't have anything else so for that it's it was a nine out of ten for a for a team deathmatch first person shooter (laughs) or third person shooter but it was a it was probably a six or seven out of ten for an overall game because it just didn't have anything progression wise um so yeah no i agree i agree um the squadron uh multiplayer mode is actually pretty fun says green hollow Live. uh so there you go bit squadron give that a try um Uh, Downloaded it last night says Gagad looking forward to playing it this evening I mean that's Uh, a good shout good shout we'll we'll, all jump on we'll all jump on nice Uh, Conquest uh, says Madge and they put the exact same card system into Need for Speed Heat I didn't like it see I I loved the fact I mean uh, covering all ground that we covered yesterday because we are out of time pretty much but um, I loved Star Wars Battlefront because you could create your classes you could do do whatever you want and they made um, battlefront 2 to be more like i am, I think battlefield has classes where you can be a medic and you can be a whatever um rather than just choosing what grenades uh, if you want grenades or if you want some revival steam or whatever you used to be able to fully customize it in the first one they tried to add balance in in the second one which instantly took me away from it i was like oh okay you're just kind of making it into battlefield um and then with the weapons being all a bit Duff and having to use unbalanced things. It kind of lost my attention by that point. But by the end of it, apparently they'd redone a lot of that. So we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Um, I put a ton of hours into Battlefront. I didn't uh, care how many times I died. Uh, and I was just happy being in that world again. I mean, I, I spent ages figuring out like all the uh, the sweat spots as well. Like on... Um, I don't know if it was... I'm assuming it was Hoth because it was a snowy map. But there was a way to get onto some fecking high ledge if you had... The, uh, the booster backpack kind of thing he jumped up. And then there was the one where, um, what's the name of that big sort of like trash thing that the, the little, is it the jowers or whatever, live inside? There was a map, uh, one of those maps where you could ju- boost onto the top of that and then melt people out. I spent ages, I mean, I got good at boots on the ground and then I became an absolute sweat lord. And, and <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, do you know what? Played too much of it. We'll leave it at that. Whew. Anyway remind uh, reminder, Star Wars Battlefront 2 is out now, and it's free on the Epic Games Store, so get it. You only have until next Thursday um, when it'll disappear, so make sure you get it now. Don't miss out on it, because it's an amazing game with all of the extras thrown in for free, so get it while you can. Um, and a quick reminder that Star Wars Squadrons plus Dragon Ball Z and Ukulele are free this weekend with Xbox Live Gold. You don't need Game Pass Ultimate for that, but, yeah, just Live Gold will be enough. Um... The other thing to remind, because I only did it myself the other day, is um, don't forget the free PlayStation Plus games. There's some good ones this month, including Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, one of those. I can't remember which one it is. Greedfall. Uh, Greedfall and Maneater. Yes. So you can be a big shark. Nice. Um, uh, 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 uh. Battlefront and Battlefield kind of morphed into one, losing the best of each game and becoming a little worse. Audio is still epic on both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. battlefield can still be exceptional i just don't like the the old uh, like i say modern boots on the ground that's me give me battlefield bad company 2 i will take that all day give me a remake of that yes please um battlefield bad company 3 nice Shadow, there you go. Shadow of the Tomb Raider is free on PS Plus. So if you're a PlayStation user, don't forget to get those games because they are free right now. I only did it myself yesterday, so make sure you get your free games. And that is the end of the scoop. Uh, Gone Hollow Alive, thank you very much for the follow uh, three minutes ago. And I missed this one 18 minutes ago. Silent Kitty 2, thank you very much for the follow. I appreciate uh, the support. Much, much appreciated. Also, thank you for joining us too. I did see a comment a little bit earlier on uh, from gone hollow Live, saying, um, first time viewer, because when baby was talking about, I don't know if you've seen how much, there we go. First time viewer, always looking for new British gaming podcasts. Well, you found one. Thank you very yeah. much for being here. Thank you very much for the follow. Um, we stream each and every single weekday at 10 AM. So there you go. Um, we are going to disappear. We may be back. Usually, um, we would stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, with masters of the league, which is our PEZ, um, master league where we're in the game green screened in. Nice that has been off for a month because of birthdays and covid and christmas and new years and things um so that uh we said might come back this week it's not going to come back this week there won't be an episode of that today we played streets of rage 4 on wednesday so there's a chance that we could play some streets of rage 4 today um, but we do have some work stuff to happen um in between that so that might come on later on uh, might not turn your notifications on if you do follow us though you will get notified when we go live but before we do disappear and if we do come back before streets to age four is there anything that you want to add before then bib
1: yes again thank you very much for each and everyone who's out for today whether or not you've been lurking in the chat or being active we very much appreciate you both so if you do want to get involved with the show there is two ways that you can do that first of all find us on social media at as we across our major social media platforms. Second way, get into our Discord. There is an area on the left-hand side that says The Scoop. All you need to do is drop in the URL as well as your thoughts and opinions on the piece. We will then give you our thoughts and opinions And the very next show, which will be at what time? To... Oh, on Monday. It'll we'll be tomorrow. It'll be I know. Smack Bang
0: at 10am on the money ish It's-ish-ish. <laughs> we got it live at 10am-ish. It can be 10am can be a little bit after because we do have uh, IRL work that we do uh, alongside that. Just a quick point that I didn't mention as well before we stream. Um, Madge has just put the Discord links in the chat. Thank you very much, Madge, for doing that. What a guy. What a yeah, guy. Well. Um, if you are in our Discord and you are a sub, make sure that you link your Twitch and Discord accounts because that will unlock the Lootbox channel for you. If you're in the Lootbox channel, you could win a free prize every month. Last, Well, this month's prize uh, was given to Spike, Big Zombie Monkey, who chose to win a copy of cyberpunk for pc next month um there's a whole new prize so we get we do one prize each and every month or something to give back to our subs so if you're in the discord make sure your accounts are linked and also that that just if if you're a prime subscriber don't worry about that because you are a subscriber it doesn't matter one tier one two three or prime all subs are equal in the loot drop so feel free to get involved there
1: anyway that's it thank you
0: yeah nice Thank you all for being here. Much, much appreciated. Uh, we're going to spear. If we don't come back with Streets Rage 4 or any additional content over the weekend, we'll see you
1: at 10 a.m. ish on Monday. Until then, Bibby's got a message for you. Uh, first thing, Ross, yes, I do play 2021 still. Uh, I play it pretty much every single day, whether I'll be on a PlayStation, PC, or on my Nintendo Switch. <laughs> well, apart from that, guys, stay frosty. Stay frosty. <laughs>